I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the Badass Mother Podcast. I am once again recording a large batch pre-maternity leave for my podcast editor. I'm so excited for her and so excited for me to have multiple months worth of episodes recorded in advance. Yay! But I am also preparing to take over a new volunteer position. This is going to put me at two pretty large positions on top of being a mom, being a wife, having a life, and having this business. And what I am looking at as I'm looking at the upcoming year is time management is going to be more important to me than ever. I have been breaking down my calendar, breaking down my tasks, getting more organized than I think I've ever been in my whole life. And it's really starting to amaze me how much I can really fit in to each day. I don't think anybody else around me can believe it (laughs) either, but I have always loved and thrived on having a full plate. I'm just hoping to become better and better at doing it and making sure that I have plenty of time for me and taking care of myself and refilling my cup so that I can continue to bring amazing, amazing stuff for you here. I want to just encourage all of you who feel like you've got really full plates and a lot going on that it is possible It just requires you to step into that next level version of you. It's really asking you to show up in a different way and think of your life and your duties, your responsibilities, your tasks in a very different way. Um, It's really inviting you to look at time differently. And today's episode really fits into that as well. I know that this is going to be one that's going to really piss some of you off with the title being You Don't Need Accountability, but hear me out. I think I've got some really good points on here. This has completely transformed my life, and I know that it can transform yours as well. I get a lot of clients who come to me asking for accountability. It's basically the oldest advice in the book, right? Get a coach for accountability. Get an accountability partner. This is the kind of stuff that everyone's telling you to do. You've probably heard it on my podcast too because it can be helpful. But here's what you need to know. It is more like a band-aid than a cure. It kind of helps manage some symptoms, but it doesn't address the root of what is really going on. And what I have found fascinating, the deeper that I've gotten into coaching, the more that I've learned, what I've realized is that this is actually a really big difference between 
philosophies of coaching. There's a lot of schools of thought around coaching out there that say that the purpose of the coach is for accountability and then confronting the client if they haven't followed through. And that's simply not my approach, not that I let my clients off, you know, and they never make any changes, but I do look more in depth at what is causing them to behave in a certain way than just throwing techniques and tools on top of how they currently are. I really strongly believe in the human potential for growth and change so much that I'm not just going to accept my client as they come to me and say, well, that's how you are. Here's some tips and tricks to handle it. I really help my clients to make a transformation and become a different person, to become a next level, further evolved version of themselves on their way to their goals. So I know a lot of you are probably having some WTF moments right now and are 100% sure that accountability is what you need, but hear me out. Here's what I think. The need for accountability comes from a place of not trusting yourself, expecting the worst from yourself, and limiting beliefs about who you are and what you do. These limiting beliefs, these expectations you have of yourself, this lack of trust is mostly based on who you've been in the past and what you've done in the past and expecting you to continue to be that. So previously I've talked to you about past versus future thinking and decision-making. This is exactly that. You are having expectations about the future based on how you were in the past. This is letting you off the hook to grow and to change or completely disregarding the fact that you have that capability altogether. When we say that we need accountability, we are delegating the responsibility for our actions to someone else. We pull someone else into the mix, into our life, into our business, so that we have someone else to shoulder some or all of the blame if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't work out. It's not my fault. The coach didn't hold me accountable. My friend didn't keep checking in with me to hold me accountable. It's really saying I'm out here all reckless and out of control and other people didn't keep me in line to the commitments that I made. It's completely giving your autonomy, your responsibility to somebody else, delegating it, delegating the results that you've created to somebody else and basically running away from the fact that you have created those and you have the power to create different results. This is what I believe. I believe that this is not just how we all are and how we all have to be and that we need life hacks to get ourselves to be accountable. I believe there's a deeper reason that you're not following through with your commitments. 
it's informed by this idea that every action we take comes from a feeling we feel, which comes from a thought we think. Every action we take comes from a feeling we feel, which comes from a thought we think. This means we are in total control of ourselves. Side note, (laughs) every time I say those words, I think of the joke um, bumper sticker that I saw that said, bitch equals being in total control of herself. And I've always loved that. I always think it's funny. You know, I love funny stuff. But I think it is empowering too. I just love this idea. I am in total control of myself. So we're in total control of ourselves, but our thinking is wrong. All that has happened is that we're having thought errors. And those are leading us to do the thing we didn't want to do instead of the thing we committed to doing that we wanted to do. That is all that has happened. We are not lazy. We are not unmotivated. We are not ADD, you know, about commitment. We are not all of these different things. I've heard all of these as labels of why my clients are not following through, why my friends are not following through, why anyone in my life is not following through on things. We all have these stories that we tell that we try to figure out, well, why didn't I do it? Oh, I'm just lazy. I'm just not good at staying accountable. I just have to have somebody else to check in with. This is just the ways that we as a society have come up with to try to describe why we do this. When really our thinking is wrong. We're having thought errors. And those thought errors are because we haven't been paying attention to our thinking. When we aren't paying attention to our thinking, it clicks into default mode. Our brains are so incredibly efficient. They are amazing. They came with default programming. So we don't have to think about what we're thinking about all the time. The problem is our default mode is like a toddler running around the house completely unsupervised. And for all of you who are moms out there, you know this never leads to a good result. One time, one of my children, who will remain nameless, took quinoa and maple syrup and dumped a container of both down the carpeted stairs at our house. We had carpeted stairs right off of our kitchen at this time. And these two ingredients plus the carpet turned into the most impossible to clean up mess ever. I did my best, but there was quinoa glued to that carpet until we replaced the carpet. So these are the types of things that a toddler can do when they're unsupervised and it can happen in the blink of an eye. Trust me, it was a small house. There was not that many places that I could have been to not be seeing what happened right away and stopping it in its tracks. And our thinking in default mode is the same way. It's going to assume that we're going to just keep doing what we've always done. It's going to assume that we want to stay in the comfort zone and that we don't want anything to change. So let's talk about 
what some of these thought errors might be because it can take a couple different directions. It has a couple different flavors and it can be more than one of these. You'll probably relate a little bit to each one in different areas of your life. The first one is that your relationship with yourself is not strong. This is where self-discipline comes from. Self-discipline is from our relationship with ourself. And contrary to popular belief, which says self-discipline means we need to be a drill sergeant in our own brain, being really harsh and judgmental, self-discipline actually comes from a lot of self-trust and self-love. Because when we have a lot of self-discipline, we are able to prioritize our goals and our self, our long-term self. We're able to make decisions for our long-term benefit for our future selves. So when we have that really healthy and loving relationship with ourselves, we are able to have a lot of self-discipline to be able to prioritize that and make decisions that way. So we're not making decisions just for short-term comfort, like I'm feeling kind of tired today, I think I'm just gonna stay in bed for a while. We know, hey, I've made a commitment to myself to show up and do this podcast every single week, so I'm gonna get up Even though I don't feel like it, I'm going to go in my office, I'm going to record that podcast, and I'm going to check it off my list and be done, and future me won't have to stress. Future me won't have to be recording it late the night before I have to submit it. This is so empowering, so loving, so caring to ourselves, and it is the evidence of a strong relationship with yourself. This is a huge, huge piece of the work that I do with my clients. Most people struggle with time management and follow through, and this is a huge reason why. I would say probably almost every one of my clients is a people pleaser. They put other people first, and it shows up in their relationship with themselves and their follow through with their own selves. Accountability is not what they need. They need to work on seeing themselves as equal to those other people and being able to make time and prioritize their goals. The second way you might be having a thought error is when you've been telling yourself that this is important to you and something you want to do, but your heart is not in whatever you're trying to do. So many times we fail at pursuing our goals because our goals aren't something we even want. So really get curious with yourself. If you're really resisting following through, it's okay to check in and say, is this something I really want? Why? Why did I set this goal? Sometimes our brain will use that as an out, like, yeah, I don't really want it. I'm, I'm totally fine having a business that doesn't make any money. And the other part of us knows that that's BS. So just be careful when you're asking yourself that question. Really be discerning. What's the truth here? Why did I set this goal? What was the purpose of this goal? What does achieving this goal give me in my life? The third and final type of thought error that I'm going to talk about today is belief. 
we don't believe we can actually do the thing that we're trying to do. I see this one so often with all of your businesses, all of you that I've talked to. I've seen this manifest in so many women's businesses because if you 100% believed that there were clients waiting for you, you'd be emailing your list every day. You would be going on Facebook Live all the time. You'd be at networking events every week. You would be out there meeting those potential clients. You'd be making offers to help them and you would be confident that they were going to say yes. You would be so committed to your business and you would stop wasting your time on side projects and distractions and everything else that comes up. Sometimes I will be at my desk doing some work and I'll have this urge to go do some laundry or go do the dishes or start tidying up. And this is always a sign to me that I'm not in total commitment and belief with my business. I see this with a lot of you too, that you're going in one direction in your business and then you're like, oh, I think I'm going to start a course or I think I'm going to sign up for this other business or I'm going to try this other thing. It's coming from a lack of belief that the thing you're doing is actually going to work and that you're actually going to hit your goals and be successful with it. It's so important to be aware of your beliefs. Most of you do not currently have the beliefs that you need to have to hit the success that you want. Otherwise, you would be there already. So you have to have an intentional practice around trying on the new beliefs, practicing thinking the new thoughts, spending time living in the possibility of what you want, living in those new beliefs. I have shared this before, but I mentally picture it as a house that I am mentally spending time in. I am in my house and I commit to spending as much time as I possibly can in my house of my new beliefs. And it makes me feel amazing. <laughs> it makes me interpret problems that come up through a very different and positive lens. It helps me to deal with bumps and obstacles and discouraging, you know, things that crop up in such a healthier and better way because I am in that house. And it also helps me to be taking consistent, inspired action towards my goals because I'm living in belief that I can achieve them, that I can do it, that I'm going to hit those things. And yeah, I'm not always there. I slip into default mode all the time. But the more that I spend intentional time picturing myself having achieved a multiple six-figure business, sometimes I even stretch the belief. I try to picture a million-dollar me, and that one really challenges me. So if you've got some challenging beliefs, I am with you. But the more we spend time in that belief and in that possibility, 
the closer we're getting to achieving it. It feels so woo, but it's so necessary because everything flows from our thoughts and our beliefs. Where do you need to step into responsibility and commitment this week? Where have you been delegating responsibility away from yourself? I am inviting you to step up and own it. And that's going to open you up to using your friend time or your coach time for things that will take you even further. When you accept the full responsibility for the follow through, you're going to use your friend conversation time for fun, for love, for connection, instead of talking about achieving your goals and not doing it. And you're going to spend time with your coach, if you have one, on building that belief house, on strengthening that relationship with yourself, on setting huge audacious goals and rising to the challenge of them. You're going to spend it on creating powerful action plans and evaluating your results and all of these incredible things that a coach can do instead of having these conversations with your coach be a check-in. What did you do? Did you do the thing you said you were going to do? That's such low-level work to be doing with a coach. Helping business owners with belief, commitment, and responsibility is one of the biggest things I do as a coach. Yeah, of course, there's strategy, there's marketing, there's all of that. But the truth is, those things are actually really quick and simple. They're a small part of my conversation with my clients because there's not that many things that you need to be doing. It's the mind drama that is really holding you back. Are you ready to own this and experience some major shifts in your life, business, and income? If you are, we need to talk. I would love to invite you to join me on a free call. You'll tell me about your current struggles and where you would rather be. I'll share the insights and the roadmap that I see that will take you where you want to go. And then we'll talk about what it would look like to work together further. Whether we decide to work together or not, I know you will get immense value from this call. If you're ready, go to bit.ly slash call Samantha, B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-A-L-L. S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. <laughs>